What's up, everybody? It's the Endless Boss Battle Podcast with Snorlaxicus and Scuba. And we have episode 14. Yeah. You don't got to ask no more. Laxicus nope. and Scuba. Trying to get it down. <laughs> All right. Um, this episode, we're going to hit you with the news because last week we had to do the awards. And that was uh, probably too long uh, <laughs> alone. Oh, so yeah. if we would have done the news, it would have been like four hours or something. So, um, yeah, it other than like Carol and Tuesday having Thundercat and uh, Flying Lotus signing on, I don't really think there was anything like too crazy to yeah. note. Just a lot of like but, menial stuff. So, first up, I had to note this once I saw it because a lot of people said that this shouldn't happen. Um, All Might is getting added to Jump Force. I gotta admit, I still haven't picked up that game, but uh, everyone was like, All Might's fighting style is gonna be too similar to Deku's. They're not gonna add All Might to Jump Force. (laughs) And here we are. So, uh, All Might and uh, Kaiba from Yu-Gi-Oh! are going to be added in May. Damn, Kaiba's that boy, too. Yeah, Kaiba is that boy. I'm, I'm excited about both of those additions. Was Yugi the only uh, character from that series? Probably. Yeah, yeah, I think it was just Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, I think they just had Jotaro, too, right? Like, he was the only JoJo character? Nah, Dio. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dio. Oh. <laughs> had to have Dio in there. Yeah, if you don't have Dio in your game and you jump force, come on. You're doing something. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's really all I got on that. I just wanted to shove it in everyone's face that I was <laughs> right about All Might getting at. It, uh, but I, it, he looks cool. His movesets look way different than Deku's, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, like, let's see here. If we if we look through the screenshots, this butt bounce move on Frieza he's doing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. dude. I'd style on people. Yeah, I feel like dusting someone with All Might would be a certain kind of uh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, that's it for that. Um, I need to get that game, but if I had to be honest, I'm kind of prioritizing getting Dead or Alive next. Yeah, we uh, we we made an episode about our thoughts on Jump Force. So uh, we made an episode about our impressions before the game came out, and then we didn't get the game. <laughs> yeah, we just it was like I had seen like people playing it, and I was like, "Yo, this uh, this this is this is something, man. It's science. Yeah. This is a game. It's a game." Uh, with so many good <laughs> fighting games out, it's like, yeah, I love anime, but dude. This game doesn't look good in comparison to these other fighting games. I still haven't gotten the My Hero fighting game. Yeah, it's just really sucks. Like, uh, you have Arxis team up with Dragon Ball creators and uh, end up making Dragon Ball fighters, but then, like, every other Arxis anime collab has been some, like, 3D fighting game that's like Naruto Ninja Storm, and it's just not competitive or fun. It's just not unique enough for me. Yeah. Um, next up, uh, the Anime News Network that we get, like, most of our news from, um, they did a little 
I don't know if it's a poll or like people rated something. Uh, I probably could have read it, but uh, the, I just wanted to know because the one thing that really fucked me up about this, they did a winter, the best and worst of winter 2019, right? And um, you go through it and it's like one through five, is, it makes sense. You got Promise Neverland, Mob Psycho, Run With The Wind, Kaguya, and JoJo's. But if you go to the bottom, oh, you got uh, domestic girlfriend is number twenty six. Oh man! It, uh, well, it didn't get number twenty seven because the second season of uh, what was it? Yeah, handshakers uh, got worse. Uh, prices? Yeah, like... Oh man, prices smiles. No, right? Price of Smiles is, is rated better. Um, Boruto. I mean, I guess that I'll go ahead and give you that. Uh, people are watching that. Um, yeah, man, I did not expect this. Shield Heroes at 14. Uh, Endro, a show I didn't think anyone watched, was at 16. Girly Air Force at 21, Magical Girl Special Ops at 22, and Domestic Girlfriend at 26. That's the number one thing that I was like, hang on, what? (laughs) (laughs) Man, when people tell me to get into Black Clover from now on, I'm just going to point to this list and be like, y'all like 60 episodes in and your winter season, y'all rank 20th. Come on. There are shows that have been out like way longer than you in the top 10. Y'all like, man, Boruto's higher rank than Black Clover. And Boruto... I think... Alright, wait, so there's two different ones, though. So, this was the rankings for the final episode. Okay, the cumulative ranking is... No, it's not. It's really not any better. Never mind. Yeah, what the (laughs) fuck? Well, girly Air Force is down there. I told you all. It was trash. Uh, but it was a five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now it's a five. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm so surprised uh, the domestic girlfriend is 23rd and it's actually good. Like- especially after, like, top YouTubers were actually saying, uh... Like hell yeah, this show's actually fucking good. And yeah, and it was gone. it was dropping position throughout the weeks. Like it was it went down one yeah. position. Like uh, man, if you look at you look at it was what? What was this? It was nineteenth at the first episode, then it went up a bit, and then it just plummeted. Yeah. Down. What uh I don't I don't know what was I I mean that I don't want to say we were wrong about the show. Yeah. I mean, like, it it was good. Dog, just, the uh, second season of Handshakers, was just, it started at the bottom, and it and stayed st- at the bottom. Started at the bottom, now we're still at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. This has me interested that- here. Uh, Boruto started out really, really low, and then climbed hella far. Uh, wait, was that Boruto? Yeah, I I don't know if it was like the or to even be able to uh analyze what the fuck is going on with Boruto. Yeah. But uh, um crazy that magical girl spec ops 
was up here almost in top 10 in the beginning and then dropped down <laughs> in the last like three episodes. Well, in theory, the show's kind of cool. Like, I mean, Magical Girl's just doing super dope shit. Special Ops, uh, the animation wasn't like uh, garbage. And um, yeah, I just think it. Uh, <sighs> It it tried way too hard. That's all I'll say. Yeah, man. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, just interesting. Um, we'll maybe put the link down there if you want to check it out. But uh, it shows like throughout the weeks uh, what people thought. It's kind of cool. I think uh, um, I think with these graphs, the most important thing isn't um, the rank. So with domestic girlfriend, like yeah, it dropped and that really sucked. Um, but I think the way that you find the good shows in graphs like this are the ones that are just consistent straight lines because then it's like you don't have like look like mob psycho 100 number one stayed at number one uh you got like uh roommate is a cat only moved like a few times it moved up once and then was consistent uh mm -hmm. you got like quintuplets would just moved up so I feel like if, if it doesn't fluctuate a lot, then the show's probably decent. Because I feel like if you got shows that are like, uh, let's see here, what is this one? Uh, Demoros, uh, whatever, season two. This thing was like, oh, up here, down here, up here, oh, down here. <laughs> you got so many high and low points in the show that you probably have like really hype, uh, exciting stuff happening, followed by dull shit. Man. So you're saying that basically, like, if a show is consistently bad, like, let's say the second season of Handshakers, uh, it's at least consistently bad. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, uh, y yeah, because I understand what you mean. Because, like, hopping into a show where you're like, it, like, I, I would say the best example is Shield Hero. Yeah. Where I'm like... Uh, first episode, I'm like, all oh, the way up there, super stoked. And then, like, episode four, I'm, like, falling asleep. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like really? when, when you have, like, increases, um, when you have increases, like, uh, whatever this is here, I think it was uh, this show. I can't pronounce it, but... Uh, because the text is too tiny, but um, whenever you have this show, it was really low rated. It was 25 out of 27, and then climbed up to 17. I'd probably watch a show like that because it might start out slow, but it gets better, right? Uh, but if you have a show like uh, this, Gigi uh, is it Gigi -gi -gi or Go Go Go? I can't see. Uh, uh, it's an E. Yeah, so you have a show like this. It starts out at, or not? That's not it. Hold up, my bad. I got confused. <laughs> it's Grilly like Air it. Force. No, wait, it's not. Black Clover. Okay, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> Jules said this is the most confusing subway map I've seen, and I'm yeah. Dead. If you're listening on Spotify, sorry, but this thing. <laughs> yeah, we got the visual up here on on YouTube, so. Um, you have uh, Black Clover starts at four, number 14. It starts out good, and then it just drops, 
and then levels out for a bit and then is good on the last episode. Those are the type of shows I avoid because they're going to start strong and in between the beginning and end, they're just horrible. It's just boring to watch. So, like, I feel like the good shows are the ones that start in the middle or even low and climb up to middle or high. But the shows yeah. that start in the middle or high or low and just keep dropping, uh, they're not worth it, man. <laughs> well, it's also tough because a lot of people have that three-episode rule, you know? So a lot of anime uh, creators are probably aware of that, and they're like, well, we have to have a strong start. And then if, sometimes if you think that you have to have a strong start, then you uh, realize that that's all of the... Uh, all of the flexing you can really do for your show, and then you end up like Black Clover. Yeah, which you can, <laughs> you can see that a lot in this infographic. In the first three episodes, you have them like mob flatlining. Uh, you have like Promise Neverland only dropping after the third episode to number three. And then some shows like Black Clover just drop from rank 14 down to like 21 after the first episode. So. Yeah, I can definitely, I definitely see what you're talking about there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, went and, I went to that rant a little too much, but I loved looking at stuff like this, so. Yeah, no, it's cool to visualize. I, I thought that that was definitely worth noting for the uh, for the podcast, because that's pretty cool. Yeah, we'll leave a, We'll definitely try to check those out for uh, other. Yeah, we'll leave yeah. the uh, news links in the YouTube, and then on Spotify, I believe I can put stuff in the description. I can put links down, I think. Cool. Um, next up, Seven Deadly Sins is getting a third season, and it's coming way sooner than uh, I expected, especially with how long it took second season to get to us. Um, it's going to be airing in the fall of this year. Which is is already like a crazy year, right? Yeah. Um, there's so many awesome things I'm looking forward to, and so many things that I hear hype about that I'm also like super ready to check out. Um, and then I I haven't checked out Seven Deadly Sins season two yet, but I I really need to. So and, um, is Seven Deadly Sins airing in the fall? Uh like through subs and in Japan and then airing later in America through Netflix or is it Yeah, in- it'll probably air for us in the winter. Yeah. So we'll have to do like what we're doing this season with Carol and Tuesday. Yeah. Which is uh oh, it's so such a fucking bummer. And I think we can make a whole episode on the frustrations with Netflix alone. Yeah. But um Yeah. Uh look forward to that. Yeah, I know um my one of my best friends, Mocha Fury, he was uh, he was super stoked about Seven Deadly Sins. Watched that first season, and then so- season two took so long that he was like, "I'm just gonna read the manga." And he's like <laughs> knee deep in the manga, just trying to see what happens next. And then, uh, yeah, he was hyped to see that season three reveal. So I knew a lot of people probably were as well. Yeah, Seven Deadly um, Sins is pretty dope. Diane's my favorite character, so. It's got a lot of like, um, oh shit, I've had this ability all along, cop-outs, but like, the story is really good. Character building is insanely good in my opinion. You For got, sure. You got like four or five episodes dedicated to characters like 
having a flashback and then like trying to solve an issue that ends up building them as a character and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Love it. Uh, so yeah, look forward to that in winter if you watch it on Netflix only, or fall if you uh, want to travel the seas. Um, next up, we got uh, a movie called Weathering With You, or Tinky No Co. Uh, had a a film teaser that has a Radwimp song, which did, uh, was it your name? Yep. The main jam from that? Or jams? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, Radwimp's did a bunch of songs in uh, your name. It's a great uh, so, artist. So that uh, that video looks really cool. The synopsis of what it's about is uh, it says high school student uh, Hodaka leaves his home on an isolated island and moves to Tokyo, but he immediately becomes broke. He lives his days in isolation, but finally finds a job as a writer for a shady occult magazine. After he starts his job, the weather has been... Rainy day after day, in a corner of the crowded and busy city, Hodaka meets a young woman named Hina. Due to certain circumstances, Hina and her younger brother live together, but have a cheerful and sturdy life. Hina also has a certain power, the power to stop the rain and clear the sky. Um, it looks cool. I'm trying to find out who did it. Visually amazing if this gets released in the u.s i'm going to see it oh yeah like yeah 100 percent uh soundtrack wise from this preview obscenely good yeah man i mean you throw out rad wimps and it's like okay i'm interested on that alone yeah is it um by the same uh, it looks like the same dudes, but I, I can't find the info on this uh, news story. Let me check it out. I'll go to anime list. <laughs> but I think the story sounds cool. I know that a lot of people were making these memes yeah. because, like, the ne- oh, it is? Yeah, Comics Wave Films. It's the same director um, or the same production company that did uh, Kimino Nao, which is your name, uh, five centimeters per second. Um, Voices from a Distant Star, and uh, pretty much like every, okay, every movie that this dude makes, I fucking love, because it's, they're really good, but every ending sucks ass except for your names, it was the first time that that dude made an ending where I was like, it's not, okay, they're not bad endings, they're just not happy endings. Every single show or movie he makes doesn't have a happy ending. And then your name, watching your name and knowing that that dude didn't make happy endings the first time I watched it, there are so many moments in that movie where I'm like, holy shit, it's just gonna end right here. And uh, it was just, it was really cool in that movie how he actually gave... You know, pretty good ending, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I think. I mean, you can at, you at least know that um, production wise, it's in good hands. Um, I'm sure the story will be fine. I mean, all these movies, like 
Yeah, your name is significantly higher, but it's also like the second highest rated thing on my anime list. So, or like third or something. But, you know, they're all pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, this movie looks like it's going to be tight. I, I, lo- I fuck with Rain in anime, so if that's like the whole premise of this, then we're good. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited. Oh, that is we, not what we are looking for here. We also got a trailer for another movie, Children of the Sea. Someone made a, a Avatar Last Airbender joke about how there's like a movie for every element um, coming out soon. And um, this is uh, Studio 4 Degrees Celsius, Children <laughs> of the Sea. Uh, what did they do? Uh, we'll get to that in a sec. I'll hit you with the synopsis, though. Um, Toho animation, I, too. Oh, yeah. I think that uh, I think this sounds really cool, though. Um, when Ruka was younger, she saw a ghost in the water at the aquarium where her dad works. Now she feels drawn towards the aquarium and the two mysterious boys she meets there, Umi and Sora. They were raised by dugongs and hear the same strange calls from the sea as she does. Ruka's dad and the other adults who work at the aquarium are only distantly aware of what the children are experiencing as they caught up as they get caught up in the mystery of the worldwide disappearance of the ocean's fish. Damn, that synopsis sounds nice. Yeah, no. I uh I really dig it. I think it's I mean I know we got that like penguin highway that we're checking out Monday uh, and stuff like that, but um, I don't know. I really like the way this looks. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely different from that your name style. Um, the lines look a lot uh, a lot weaker. Yeah, but um, I think the story will be there at least. Yeah, and, uh, I think so too. I could definitely see that. Um... Looks like it looks like it releases uh, June seventh in Japan, so we might be seeing a North American release in like uh, probably November, December. Yeah, I see that. It's got Ghibli dudes on it, so yeah. just like just like the Your Name thing, it's it's in good hands, and uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Uh, last bit of news is a pretty crazy one. We gotta turn this in a negative way. Um, Madhouse production is not often, um, (laughs) under heat for anything, but a production assistant over at Madhouse was hospitalized for overwork and, uh, demands compensation for unpaid overtime. Basically, it says in this thing that, um... He went into more detail saying that he would work over 200 hours of overtime per month and would be made to work all day and night, even on weekends or public holidays. They they had even collapsed due to overwork before and had been taken to hospital. Um, He heard from a lot of people that this is how the anime industry works. He said that he used to be told the same thing about the teaching, vending machine, nursing, childcare, film production, and construction industries. Um, But we managed to improve the long hours and unpaid overtime in these industries. It takes courage, but when workers speak up, they have strong power. Now, 
that's really intense. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're kind of just taking what this dude says, but I, I really don't have any doubts that uh, some stuff like this is going down. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially how much uh, I've, like, researched, uh, like, um, the, like, current age Japanese culture. Uh, like, you have dudes living in, like, uh, PC bangs, internet cafes, because it's cheaper to rent hours on there and stay there than it is to live in your own house. Mm -hmm. And, like... Japanese workers are just, they're horribly underpaid, and they work so many hours in almost every field, and as an American, I think that sucks, but there's a whole other level of, like, culture for another nation, like, to them... So, in Japan, it's, like, the norm, and not a ton of people are upset by it, but a lot of people are, and that does lead to, like, uh, an increased rate of suicide and things like that, but mm -hmm. it's mostly become, like, a thing where um, they've just come to accept it as an inevitability, that that's how life is, they're gonna be working almost every day of their life at a desk job for an employer that doesn't care about them. And that just really sucks, man. Especially coming from an anime production company as big as Madhouse. Man, it... There... There's a lot of companies that abuse... Um... Like, uh... The Japanese culture... Cultural aspect of that for monetary gain. And I feel like that is a point that's brought up a lot in anime as well. Like, um, you you haven't watched Tanya the Evil yet, but you pretty much know that Tanya's reincarnated, right? Yep. Yeah, so, um, spoilers here, if you haven't watched it, it's not big for you, so just, yeah. But you know that Tanya was a dude living in Japan before he was reincarnated or whatever. So, his daily job was to make sure that people working there uh, stayed on track and that um, they were making his company money. So he was kind of like uh, an asshole, greedy kind of dude or whatever. And there would be dudes like, Oh, you know, I'm sorry that I missed this day, but my daughter was in the hospital. And the guy's like, yeah, sorry, this is this is work. You missed a day. You're fired. Uh, and, like, I feel like there's a lot of shows that reflect that, too. Not just Saga of Tanya the Evil. Uh, but you can find it everywhere. Like, there's either dudes going to college and living on a, like, small government allowance or being neats that don't go work and they get shunned by everyone in the society and then you have dudes that just work non-stop and they just hate their life and i don't know man something needs to change about the economic aspect of japan in my opinion well it's it also ties with what we've been talking about for a while on like um on like manga artists and stuff how like they did the science and they really don't have but like four hours of free time a week yeah. Um, and then, you know, 
in the world where uh, video game companies are demanding things now and uh, anime seasons need to come out now and stuff like that, it's like uh, I personally am fine with waiting as long as the as they put the quality into it. But I guess, you know, uh, wasn't my sister, my writer, uh, affected by this? Like, oh, it was yeah. so bad because they were overworked and yeah. just didn't get it out in time? Yeah, like, it was it was a garbage show, right? But, like, the writers, the animators, um, like, you can just see that the animators of my sister, my writer, were being rushed to get it done every week. And it's just... It's crazy, man, because, like, we're going to talk here in a minute. It's, it's the next topic of this video, you guys know, is, uh, or if you're watching on YouTube, you know, on Spotify, yeah, uh, it's as <laughs> You probably see it on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Uh. yeah, you can see it on Spotify, too, yeah. <laughs> uh, the next topic of our video is, is 12 episodes of anime uh, enough for a good show, and with shows like my sister my writer you have 12 episodes that you have to produce in a certain amount of time and if you're writers your animators and um storyboard musical compositions if those people aren't happy and they're being rushed and they're working inhuman hours you're gonna have mistakes everywhere and people are gonna find those mistakes they're gonna point them out and then your show's gonna become the laughing stock of the anime world for that season. And then like not only that, but you your your staff is not going to be happy that the show they're working hard on is getting that kind of um like rating or opinion from people. But also, uh since they're not happy about that, they're just not going to care as much. Like, in My Sister, My Writer, uh, they put in the credits of one of the episodes, uh, like, we're sorry, the quality was bad, uh, we know it's bad, we're being rushed, they, like, hit it in one of the credit messages. And, yeah, uh, like some fucking, um, Metal Gear Solid shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where they're, like, giving credit to, uh, you know... Yeah, and it's like, if you as a company are expecting that much out of your employees and you're not treating them properly, you can't expect to make a show that's good. It also doesn't leave a lot of room for people that are new, you know, people that, that have a passion to make things, and it's like, it's like a... In order to work, like, let's give a, a weak example for a sec, like, Hey, in order to work at Starbucks, you need to have experience uh, doing Starbucks things. But in order to have experience to do Starbucks things, you need to work at a place like Starbucks. And it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, how? Um, so it's like you you need to have a past with animating, and it's a different story when you step into these studios. And if you're new and you're being told that you have this deadline because uh, the world needs to have this show in spring and not summer, then it's like, uh, I, I feel for you. That sucks. It's also because um, a lot of companies don't start production on a show until literally weeks before it's supposed to air. 
so they don't have a lot of they don't they don't plan a lot of time for it because mainly companies like Madhouse will have other projects they're also working on either that season or the next season or like a movie or something like that so a lot of their resources aren't um going to be able to go into a project for that extended amount of time but still like you even have stuff like uh the uh, director of Darling and the Frank saying, like, look, sorry, I love this show. I made this show as good as I possibly could. They changed the ending. I had no say in it. I'm sorry I did what I could. And he felt, like, really shitty for the way that it ended. So it's like, you know, sometimes, like, even if you're doing as much as you can... Uh, executives in Japan can just fuck you over and say, oh, we don't think people will like this. We want to change it. And I, I don't know, man. It's like that everywhere in the world, but I feel like it's really uh, it's really hyper-escalated in Japan because of the expectedness and willingness to dedicate your life to work. Yeah. It's just unfortunate. I feel bad for this dude, but like... I 100% uh, agree with him on uh, demanding compensation for unpaid overtime. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and you know what kind of hell we would raise over here. Yeah, and it, what's unfortunate is um, in Japan he might go, he might try to take this to court and lose, uh, just because yeah. of the, like the way that their uh, economic systems work over there, but. I'm telling you, man, give it enough time. There was, like, the 19... I think it was the 1986... Uh, I forget the name of it, but there were riots in Japan. And, uh, like, it was college students and, I think, union workers. They were all... Uh, they were all rioting because of... Um, I think it was, like, unfair tuition and, like, something the union workers had that was um, unfair... But they were, like, beating the shit out of riot police, dude. So, like, <laughs> it was, it was, it made, like, any riot that I've seen in the U.S. look like, it was, like, child's play. Like, even, um, you look back at, like, uh, what was the one big riot we had in Compton in L.A. Uh, way back. I forget the name of it. But it makes that riot that happened, like, in the 80s in L.A., um, it makes that look like it was nothing. Like, it's just crazy, man. And if companies in Japan don't start, like, actually sympathizing with employees and giving them time off, paying them for overtime, employees are going to riot, man. And when that happens, I, it's going it, to, I don't want to, I don't want to see that, man. I'm mostly just bummed because, like, if you have a passion for creating something like this, um, the reality of, like, once you get in, once you've made it, uh, you end up having things like this happen, especially for a prestigious thing like Madhouse. Um, it's like the reality of something that you've aimed at your whole life. Um, yeah. Can can have a lot of stuff going behind the scenes that, that you know and that's another thing there are a lot of in terms of animation there are a lot of decent um animators there's a lot of decent people that can draw uh anime like decent there's a lot of good people that can draw anime good 
in Japan um, that specifically want to draw anime. But there are only a select few people that have the ability to make something like insanely mind-blowing. And the fact that you're not paying them or treating them properly and they're like the Picasso of the anime world, it's just like, that's fucked up, dude. And yeah. I feel like it that something needs to change, man. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll try to see if we can pick up on that story, see where it goes. But it doesn't look good. Um, but now I guess we can move on to our topic of the video. Uh, I know you have a lot to say about it. Um... Yeah. I have a couple good examples, but uh, is 12 episodes enough to make a good anime? Do you want to start? Yeah, I'll start. Okay, Okay. so for me, personally, and this ties into what we were just talking about, um, for me, 12 episodes is rarely enough for me to make an anime good. Uh, I feel like a lot of shows that get high praise um recently that have been really good um they start out as 12 episodes then halfway through the season they get extended like dover row you had like uh, i don't know if mob season two was airing at 12 episodes and got extended um i'm not too sure about that but uh like shield hero it's, i didn't like shield hero we already know that but um yeah, man, like, I just feel like, I feel like 12 episodes is enough to make a decent show, and enough to make a bad show, but not enough to make a good show. Okay, uh, I mean, my, my, uh, way of looking at it is comparison with a movie, a movie can have enough in an hour and a half to make you content enough, right? So what makes a 12-episode anime not able to do what a movie does in less time? Well, for me, I see movies as like arcs. And I feel like with anime, with 12 episodes, you're usually only at like one or two arcs maybe and i feel like when you have movies like for example um if you take a normal just any movie just any movie that you want to take um and you watch it you can get enough from that to be content but if you take something like a random avengers movie and watch it you're gonna have to watch like all of the other ones to be like in there right so mm -hmm. i feel like in those aspects movies are kind of like arcs and i tie those in with anime where if you have a really good anime and it has a great plot great story great writing and you only have 12 episodes to wrap all of that up in it would be like wrapping up the entire marvel cinematic universe into a single movie and i feel like when you got to that um, when you get to that much of a small window of time, 
uh, a lot of writing gets rushed and then it just doesn't end up being as good as it could be on like a 24 episode anime. I think 24 episodes, well, I'm kind of indifferent because like, I think 12 episodes, when I think about my favorite characters, like, yeah, in a lot of 12 episode anime, I like a lot of characters, but I can't feel comfortable enough putting them in my favorites because I just didn't get enough time with them, you know? Yeah. And like in a twelve episode anime, there's not a you don't have enough time for these. You you might have uh, Zombieland for example, right? Like uh, you have one episode with these with this support character, and it's like you get their whole story here. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Like they're gonna still be there, but they're not gonna get any kind of development because they only have twelve episodes. But twenty four, like you have so much more room to do whatever you want to do. But that, you know, at the same time, uh, Devilman's 10 episodes. Um, Keysniver is 12 episodes. Uh, what else we got? Um, Wodakoi, 12 episodes, 11 episodes. Um, I just... I think yeah, I would I would love to have Made in Abyss uh, is in it's tons of people's favorite animes, like ever, and it's only been thirteen episodes so far. So like, I think it depends on how much you're trying to do. If you have a personal story between two characters, like Made in Abyss or uh, Megalobox, you're focusing on Joe mostly, and you know you have a little bit of time to focus on these other dudes, but it's about Joe. So, like, I think if it's a small cast, yeah, 12 episodes is enough. But when you have Golden Kamoy, if Golden Kamoy wouldn't have had two seasons, um, we really wouldn't have got a whole lot yeah, just from the first season because there's so many people. Yeah, it's like, imagine if Golden Kamoy had all of the story that it has now, but in 12 episodes, and that was all that existed of Golden Kamoy. It would be yeah. like, it would be like all over the place, man, because they'd just be rushing through things to like get to it. And like, this is my thing, right? The f- basic formula, in my opinion, for movies is you're presented with a problem. You gradually get closer and closer to solving the problem. There's the climax and then the ending. And that's why movies work, right? Uh, because you don't have a lot of time to go into uh the character's backstory or um like actual character development unless it's in a multi-movie series something like spider-man for example um but with anime where the main focus most of the time is character development uh i feel like 12 episodes is just way too little time for multiple characters to be developed so i do agree with you if the cast is small enough and you only have a few people that you need like a little bit of backstory of, and it's not, uh, you know, too big of a deal. Uh, then the show can be like really good. Uh, like you said, Megalobox. The Megalobox um, follows that movie pacing of we're presented with a problem, we're gradually fixing the problem. Here's the climax, then the ending. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, there isn't a lot of like 
uh, this episode's about this boxer and his whole backstory, and then this episode's about this boxer and his whole backstory. Um, it does. It always ties in some way to what Joe is doing. Yeah, exactly. It's never like um, overbearing, and they never throw you information just to make it seem rushed. Uh, like it always has some relevance to the plot and is understanding. Uh, so that's why I think some shows ha- are good in twelve episode, but um, I feel like there are way more examples of bad shows in a twelve episode format than there are good ones. And I think that it's a major issue because um, when, like, 12 episode formats are relatively new. It's only been like a four or five year thing, I think, um, from what I've noticed anyway. A lot of older shows have um, longer episodes, uh, more character development, and things like that. Uh, But I really just feel like I feel like recently the shows that I end up liking the most are either, like I said, 12 episode shows that follow movie formats like that, or 12 episode shows that end up getting extended into 26 episode shows or 24 episode shows. Do you think, okay, so do you think, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there are some examples, but do you think that it's possible that, uh, 24 plus episodes for some series can be too much it can be uh the biggest in my opinion the biggest argument for that is um sports anime with sports anime i don't think you need 26 plus episodes i don't think kuroko's basketball needs like five seasons and a backstory season uh that's not actually how many seasons there are i'm exaggerating but uh yeah I think some, like most sports anime, don't need that much. I feel like they fit the 12 episode format perfectly because you have a team, their main goal is to probably win some kind of championship, and in 12 episodes, I feel you can gradually move into either well, them winning or losing. I don't know. I don't know about that. Because, like, if you think about. Like I, I think about Hanebato, that that badminton anime, and it was like I watched twelve episodes of it, and I was like, man, they really tried to accomplish way too much seriousness about badminton in twelve episodes, and like I didn't get enough time with the characters. You have you're talking about an entire team of dudes here, so like uh, with Free, for example, like it's um, one year of high school. Then the next year of high school, and some dudes rotate out and some dudes rotate in, and you get to see the their backstories and the connection with the characters that we've already gotten used to. And then the third season of Free is them in college. Um, so, like, it's as long as there's different elements, I think that's fine. But, like, I'm all about seeing, like, varying differences between seasons and seeing dudes grow and whatever um i have i mean i haven't seen enough of like i haven't seen any sports anime that are like you know uh like diamond no ace and shit that's like 70 something episodes because i i think that might be too much but i think that if i went with like a 26 or like a 30 something episode mark for these guys like that's that's enough time um 
12 episodes is like, uh, we got to rush for this tournament or whatever uh, and win it all. And it's like sometimes, you know, without a second season, it's kind of just, well, we're going to win in the end. And, you know, our team has a whole bunch of plot armor. Yeah, I could see that, but I'd also argue that some sports shows that are 12 episodes, for example, we were talking um, of uh, fucking um, Megalobox. I feel like if yep. Megalobox was any longer, it would have been bad. Because I feel like the well, episodes... It's, it's one dude. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like... I, but, yeah, like the sumo. Like the sumo show, that's too long. Yeah. Um... I kind of almost feel like shows like Free, and I haven't watched Hanibato, but what I've seen of Free is the show has the sports tag because it's about swimming, but the show isn't just about swimming. It's about the character development of all of the characters in that club. I feel like with sports anime that are like Megalobox or like Hijami no Ippo, it is just him and like some side characters and they're all helping the main character progress in like a linear fashion whereas like a like a shonen shonen uh, fashion yeah so i guess i guess probably to state that more correctly if you have a show that has a linear model it's just a straight line linear model you know one character two characters three characters Either way, they all have the same core goal, and you want to finish that in 12 episodes, I think it's possible and it can be done. If you have a branching model where you have one character who is linear, but branches out to multiple side characters that have their own stories as well, then 12 episodes isn't enough. Yeah, like a... Like if there was... I, I want to make the argument about the, the baseball, like a baseball team, because that's a hell of dudes, right? Yeah. Um, like, if you want to cover all those dudes, 12 episodes isn't going to be enough. But, but yeah. I, there are some shows, like, for example, Kuroko's Basketball focuses on Kuroko. Um, I forget the other guy on his team that's also the main character. And then all of the Generation of Miracles. And it follows all of their backstories, their character developments, growing as a team, all of that. And it's super long. And that's fine, in my opinion. But if you have a sports show, like the uh, baseball one, for example, um, even though the baseball guy is on a team, if he's the main focus and they don't really branch out to the other characters and it's just following like his specific story to rising to the top... I think that can be done in 12 episodes. However, when you include more characters and you have branching side stories and you have characters you want people to care about that are... Um, like like Haikyuu. Yeah. Yeah, I think with shows like Haikyuu, it just it gets rushed, kind of. Okay. Um... But I feel like I feel like also with twelve episode shows, um, the writing kind of suffers, in my opinion. Um, it just doesn't have like 
it would be like imagine since we compared it to movies earlier um imagine you're watching a movie but instead of what they can finish and come up with all the plot points they can make or whatever in an hour and a half instead it's like an eight hour movie and you have to find things to fill up that eight hours of space but you also have to find a way to wrap everything up by the end and i feel like with so many limited episodes a lot of times shows will present a point or present a side plot or a side character's story that never gets resolved because their time constraint with 12 episodes. Yeah, I think that, um, I think if you try to accomplish too much, it's definitely a problem with 12 episodes. Like, uh, I think that that's why Goblin Slayer's 12 episodes seems like it's shitty. But if we get that next season, which we apparently are, um, maybe, maybe <laughs> I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to hype up Goblin Slayer, but, uh, but I feel like it, it'll round out the show a little better because they didn't accomplish as much in that first season. Right. And then, uh, my my main problem is like Cabinary of the Iron Fortress. Like they tried to fit two what seem like massive arcs in two twelve episodes. Yeah. Like, yo, you're just giving me two completely different types of shows in twelve episodes and you're trying to throw all these characters at me and it's just a jumbled mess. And um it just sucked, man. And then but I but what I was, why I brought up the is twenty four plus and uh, too much. Besides sumo, I think that kaiji suffers because it's just about kaiji, right? So like when you get to the second season, it's like, yeah, uh, I I really like. I I mean, I I love kaiji, but the second season was a four out of ten for me, and that's because like. I feel like they could have done what they did in season two um, in 12 episodes. And the focus with it being on Kaiji is like, I don't know if you can do 52 episodes of a show with just Kaiji as the focus primarily, you know? Yeah. And I... it's like, you can't, you can only throw so much backstory about a guy. Yeah. I feel like the sweet spot for anime is in the, like, 25 to 30 episode range, in my opinion. But yeah. I feel like that's just enough time to have a plot, have side characters appear, get into their storyline, resolve the plot, or set it up for another season, and then still have it end on a note to where if there's no second season, it can still be a pretty decent ending. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, man. I just come from, uh, I, I just, I come from an age of anime where, like, every season you would have, like, uh, you got, like, Toradora dropping at 25 episodes, you had, like, Clonade dropping at 23, and then the next season dropping at, like, 26, I think. Um, you had, like, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood being like, hey, we got, like, 80 episodes or some shit. Uh, yeah. Like, Shows when I first started watching anime were just like, it was almost too long. It was almost like, is a hundred episodes too much would have been the podcast topic back then. 
Because yeah, but like a lot of most of them are like are shonen, and I feel like shonen is a genre that is incapable of being like, oh, Dragon Ball. We thought this was the top, but now we got another top. We got another <laughs> ceiling. Uh, we got another cast of characters that are way stronger than the last cast of characters, and it's like. Okay, we can make seventy something episodes work with this, but you know, it's it's gonna come with the downfall of all of this filler. Yeah, and um, it's like um, I feel like when you have that many episodes and you're trying to, um, it's pretty much like you can solve the entire show's plot. It let's say um, how many episodes is Dragon Ball Super? Well, uh, I can check. What I give it? It's 131 right now. Okay, so you got 131 episodes of Dragon Ball Super, right? Yeah. I feel like you can solve the every arc in the show, have it all written out perfectly fine, with no errors. I giving it more credit than I think about 70 to 80 episodes. I think that fits every arc into it with a decent ending. And I feel like when you have a goal to finish a show and you're presented with a uh, an expectation of having like 120 episodes, you look at that and you go, okay, we'll finish this arc and then we'll move on to the next one. Then we'll move on to the next one. In terms of production, this is you know what they go through. They'll say, we'll finish this arc. Then after this arc, it's this one and this one and this one. Then they estimate how many episodes all of the arcs combined will be. And they're like, oh shit, we have 80 episodes of actual material with 120 episodes of um, a deadline. So what are we going to do about this? Then they make like the filler side stories and stuff like that. And Okay. <clears throat> Alright, so, so having said that though, so Dragon Ball Super is 131 episodes and you said that it could all be in like 70, right? Yeah. So... uh this is a perfect segue with with uh, My Hero Academia, right? It's uh, all all of My Hero Academia up to this point is like around seventy something episodes. So the argument a lot of people have against My Hero Academia is that like their tournament arc didn't feature enough things. Their fight scenes are. Um, finished up too fast do you think that that's just people used to the old shonen um style and that it is enough or do you think that they can afford to put more into like todoroki versus deku or things like that like do you think that my hero academia has found the perfect format because 70 episodes is is a lot of episodes and they've come a long way from season one but do you think that they should have had like a hundred episodes to do all that, or do you think that it's like around where it should be? I think it's around where it should be, and my argument for that is, um, my hero doesn't have a lot of filler, almost if any, right? Yeah. But I think, in spite of it having no filler, um, I feel like they may have gotten to the same predicament where they're like we can finish this arc in X amount of time, but we have this much time uh, that we have committed to, so what do we do? And I feel like instead of adding filler, what they do is they just um, 
a lot of the arcs they just kind of draw on, right? Like um, in season three, you had the uh, the uh, uh, training camp arc where all the crazy stuff happened. Yeah. Um, that lasted like it, it was like twelve episodes or something, man. It was crazy, and it just felt like to me it just kind of dragged on. Like I was hyped because I liked like most of the villains and the heroes that were in that arc but it was just like man like there would be like an episode of Deku talking to a dude and then they would go off and like find like he would be talking to a villain and then they would split off and they would like show what's happening with this other group then they would show what's happening with this other group and that's kind of cool but then they would go back to Deku he'd still be talking and then it would take an entire episode of the dude being introduced before Deku actually had to fight him an episode later. And it was like, I don't know, I felt like, I feel like the pacing with My Hero Academia is kind of slow. But, um, yeah, I think with the fights, uh, I think a lot of it is... I don't know, man. I don't think they put a ton of effort into the fights. They put a lot into all for one for versus one for all. But, for example, the spoilers, I, I don't know who hasn't watched My Hero Academia Season 3. It's fucking obscenely popular, so uh, <laughs> my bad if I spoil anything. But um, Deku versus Bakugo's fight felt like it only lasted like three minutes and i was just like i understand why right like uh from the perspective of like oh you know someone came and stopped him and you know they they weren't supposed to be fighting blah 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 blah, blah. but it's like you cannot take two characters that have that much of uh development with each other that are rivals like that and then give us even though it was animated beautifully Give us a like two minute fight, you know? Yeah, I but I think that like if you look at it if you look at it that way, um then it's sorta of like you wanna find the in between of uh how long it takes for like Naruto Shippuden to to sum up a fight and then my Hero Academia, right? Because, yeah. like, a lot of hype shit happens in a My Hero Academia fight, and I can still look at the one-for-all, uh, all-for-one fight, and be like, damn, that was dope, even though that was one single episode, and half of it, like, well, I, not exactly, but around there. Um, and then you have, like, uh, Deku versus Bakugo was literally just one episode, and, like, less than that. Um, but like, if you look at Todoroki versus uh, Todoroki versus Deku, or Uraraka versus Bakugo, uh, you get enough in those fights. I feel to feel like you got your fix. You know, like Shippuden is is on, on some shit where it's like 
This has gone on for 10 episodes, and three episodes in a row, you guys have just been staring at each other before you throw two two punches and then start talking again, and it's like, <laughs> yo, yeah. you said that this was going to be the end, and it's not the end. You know, that Dragon Ball Z shit. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think, I think it's kind of strange to me that, that people will attack the fight scenes for my hero and be like, oh, we just didn't get enough uh, time for these fights. And the importance of the show is definitely not the fights because they suck. But it's like, I mean, <laughs> some hype shit has happened. Uh, and I'm not trying to speak uh, any trash on Black Clover, but I, I feel like I feel like they've got the formula there. There's a reason that they're so popular. There's hardly any filler. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I uh, I feel like I'm kind of split on it. Like, there are some fights in My Hero that I feel like are fine with just one episode. I wouldn't say Naruto Shippuden style, like, ten episodes. But I think two or three in a lot of cases would be good, and... The only reason I say that is because, um, like I said before, the arcs for me kind of drag on, and when I have a climactic battle happening that only lasts like a little bit for an arc that I've been following for like eight episodes, it's kind of like anticlimactic to me. Yeah. So, like, I can kind of see that argument, but I do feel like my hero has a good job of like making you feel like you got what was worth like the one for all versus all for one fight like you mentioned um yeah i felt like the tournament arc uh i don't know man i honestly think that might be my least favorite arc i feel like it was just it wasn't how do i put it it didn't drag on but it was almost over too quickly for me. I was just like, ah, oh, man. And I don't know. I feel like it might be uh, people are spoiled and have had a lot of shows where fights last a long time because there's definitely shows that I've seen where I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I was telling you I was rewatching Bleach and Ichigo will spend, like, four episodes fighting a dude and then he'll run for, like, one episode to the next point and then fight another dude for four episodes. Yeah. And, yeah, that does kind of get old after a while, but also, like, I don't know. I think a lot of people do enjoy it, even though it takes a while. Uh, I mean, you know, Naruto Shippuden was super popular for a reason, and it's like, even though I don't like filler, and that show is just mostly filler... Uh, some of the fight scenes are just insane, man. Yeah, like the, the choreography is god tier. Yeah, and it's like, um, I feel like to have memorable fight scenes in anime, you either need to have an extremely well choreographed and animated fight scene that lasts about an episode, or um, many good to decent uh, like skirmishes that last for like five episodes. Um, and I feel like my hero, in some cases, lands, like, hits the fucking hammer on the nail there, into the coffin, just boom, gets it done, it's amazing, uh, like the all-for-one, one-for-all fight. 
but I feel like there are also moments where, like for me, the Uraraka and Bakugo fight, I didn't enjoy that much. Uh, wow. Yeah. And I don't know. Deku's whole fight at the training camp, I didn't enjoy that much either. Jeez, man. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like, I've I've read ahead in My Hero. You've started to read ahead in My Hero. And it looks like it's getting kind of not good. Yeah, it's dropping off hard as fuck, but... Yeah, so... Uh... I don't know, man. I feel like they might have discovered the formula. They just didn't execute the formula, formula as good as they could have, in my opinion. Yeah, I but, mean, we're definitely in a new age where you can't do the same shit that you used to, you know? Yeah. Not every show is guaranteed uh, 300 episodes, but... um, But also, there's the argument that, like, my hero has perfect pacing because it is so popular and new and out there. Um, I mean, obviously, it's popular for a reason. Uh, you know, it's not going to just be garbage and then be liked by hundreds of people. Or not hundreds. Holy shit. My Hero Academia <laughs> only has a hundred fans. <laughs> Anime communities really... Uh... <laughs> But yeah, like you don't, you can't have a show like My Hero Academia that has hundreds of thousands of fans and then have it be bad. So there's obviously a reason people like it. And I feel like that it's kind of the same with Black Clover. Like, I don't like Black Clover, but I can definitely, they have to be doing something right to have so many people that like the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I just, I just feel like the Black Clover dudes are Naruto dudes. Yeah, and I feel like there's a lot of dudes that love Naruto that love Black Clover, and that's like everyone that I meet that has loved Naruto is like, oh yeah, you need to check out Black Clover, and it's like I get that right, but like, I don't know, man. It's it's almost as if to me, my hero fights are too short, Naruto fights are too long. If we can just get down to the middle to where, like, we're at, like, bleach-level fights, I would love that. Yeah. I, I mean... Yeah, I mean, like, having Hero Killer stay and show up, and then, like, he's immediately folded, it's like... <laughs> Alright, like, you built this dude up in a couple episodes, and then we just took care of him. Or, like, the offer one, one for all, it's like... Uh, this is the dude you've been talking about from the beginning, and it's he just, was taken out pretty quickly, and it's like, uh, is this really this easy? Yeah, and it's like, um, the Deku and Bakugo fight visually was really nice, and it, but in my opinion, it didn't last long enough, and the one thing, okay... In Clannad, there's a fight scene. I'm just going to tell you that. I'm not going to tell you who it's between or anything like that. But just know, in Clannad, the fucking romance drama, there is a fight scene. And it is about as well animated and choreographed. And it's just two normal dudes fighting. And it is half of the episode. 
And I don't know, man. If they can do that in that kind of show, have it look good and still be engaging, but then in My Hero, it's like, yeah, it is wonderfully animated and looks beautiful, but it just isn't long enough. I don't know, man. I just... I. I feel like enough happened in I don't know. I feel like enough happened in in the uh, Bakugo and Deku and Bakugo Uraraka and um, I I will I will uh, say I think that like the one for all for one and Hero Killer Stain I think that those were kind of weak, but I feel like the like the tournament fights were fine. I I would have liked to see more from a couple people in that, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I know that you know, it all comes down to how well you can make the manga translate over. Um I think that Gintama might have the perfect formula now that we're on the subject. Yeah. Of uh summing something up in 3 or 4 episodes and then you just move on and it's like, "Hell yeah." Um Yeah, I guess it's all up to what you're about, you know. If you grew up on Naruto, then you are super down to watch an arc in 30 episodes. Uh, I recently went back and tried to watch... I, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but I recently went back and tried to watch the Frieza arc because I'm a big Frieza fan from Dragon Ball Z and went back and watched that arc and I was like, whoa, dude. What the fuck? Nothing's happening. <laughs> like, the whole time I was like, dude, this fight is way too long. And I think I've just been spoiled by things like My Hero to really be able to enjoy what I grew up on, watching something on TV just whenever it was on. But, um, yeah, I think I still stand on 12 episodes is long enough if you have a... I'll, I'll stick to 12 episodes is long enough if you have a small cast. Um if you have like a golden kamoi big cast uh please make sure that your story is good enough that you're going to have multiple seasons um which i mean it seems like that's how it's going for it but yeah yeah i i, I cuz like i mean devilman did everything in 10 episodes yeah but i feel so like that's possible i feel like with devilman there wasn't a lot of character development outside of the main character and rio there were, like, little tidbits of, like, the side characters, like, doing things, but, like, you were really just following, like, Akira most of the time. And I don't know. I think we got a lot of everybody. Like, between the rap dudes, the, uh, the other Miki, um, like, the, the relationship thing between the dude and the chick. Yeah, uh, but it wasn't, like, overbearing. Like, it wasn't, like an entire episode dedicated to them. It was like, they would do something really cool in this scene, or they would be in, like, half of an episode, like, helping someone out. And like, then we had, the, like, the the kid and the family, the the whole situation with the mom, the dad uh, having to toast him. Like, I, I think you can do it. I really think you can. Like, you know how, how much shit went, went down in Devilman? And, uh... Never felt like I was getting too little development or too much. Yeah. I also felt like Tides in that show turned super quick. So it became less about the character development and more about the like, holy shit, how are we going to get out of this situation? Yeah. I, I guess it depends on the genre because like, 
a oh god a like a slice of life can easily do 12 episodes yeah so it's just it's whatever you're trying to do yeah and i think we can probably leave it at that like yeah and i do want to mention that uh i'm glad things worked out on the podcast the way that they did and that you uh in the past year or two started getting really into anime because um uh, i've been really super into anime since i was like probably nine or ten was just like watching like sub shows on like uh watch cartoon online and stuff like that and it's like i grew up with naruto i grew up with dragon ball i grew up with like um, shows that were on Toonami, obviously you did too, but I also watched obscure Japanese stuff as a kid too, and I grew up with those formats, and to have someone who I can talk to that is more used to the current format of shows in the past few years, and can see things from a different opinion, uh, that's really cool because a lot of the situations that we talk about, like with My Hero for example, I'm about 80% sure that my opinions on that show are because I'm a stingy old Naruto fan that's like, oh yeah, I love that formula of like eight episode fights. Um, and you you weren't like, uh, you didn't really like grow up with Naruto or shows like that, so you don't really have that predisposed opinion, so you can see things like more objectively as to how they are this season than I can. And I think yeah. that's really cool. I think it's cool to have the discussion, like, to be open to um, feeling a different way, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, like it's not, wow, dude, I can't believe you thought Bakugo and Uraraka had a bad fight. It's more of like a, wow, you, you feel that way. Awesome. Well, <laughs> I don't feel that way. Awesome. You know, like, it, it's, uh, it's cool to be in a podcast where it's easy to just be like, yeah, I mean, I thought this show was great and you know, you can feel that way or not. And, uh, we can see either side and, you know, that's why we do this thing so that, you know, you can make your own judgment based on what we said. You know, if you're, uh, into the newer stuff, you're probably used to getting 12 episodes and then never getting anything else. So, you know, yeah, you might want some more, but like you were able to see the good in it and, if you're an old head, then you'd w- <laughs> you're wanting to catch that Naruto, sh- and um, yeah, you know, <laughs> um, it's cool. One thing before we go, because we're at about an hour and twenty minutes on the podcast, um, I've already talked to you about it a little bit at work and stuff, but um, I think I might start doing some giveaways on the channel. Um, oh yeah. I've been thinking about um, going on Steam, picking a visual novel, and then gifting the visual novel to whoever wins when we do those giveaways. Um, I haven't really like set everything into motion on that or got like a system set up to enter giveaways or anything like that. So um, I'll just mention like watch out for that because it could be coming pretty soon. Um, I think the first visual novel I'll probably give away is Clonod just because I love Clonod. Um, so yeah, like 
we'll 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 probably do an episode that's revolving around slice of life or uh clonade or something like that when i do decide to do the giveaway it's probably not going to be for a few more weeks but uh once i get everything set up just be on the lookout we'll probably mention it when it gets to that point yeah for sure we're also trying to do two times a week we kind of sort of i guess dropped our dnd groups yeah and um it's a bummer, but we're also like super stoked because we have more time to do stuff for the channel. So we're probably thinking like, what was it, Tuesday, Thursdays? Yeah, we could do Tuesdays, Thursdays. That'd be great for me. Um, we're watching, I think we are, uh, we're watching Penguin Highway Monday in the theater. And I think we might do an episode of that on Tuesday. And then... Um... I forget what we're planning for Thursday, but we'll get back to you guys. We'll get you with the info. Um, remember to join our Discord server. We'll put the link down there. We would love to have more people to just chat about anime with, uh, oh, trying yeah. to build the squad a little bit. Um, share the share the channel and Spotify link with friends if you can. We uh, really want to get more people in here. Yeah, but sure. um. um also, I uh, took a little bit of inspiration from uh, the uh, Slash R Anime Podcast. Um, on their Discord server, they have an application page if you want to be a guest on the show. Um, I think I might get something like that set up soon uh, so we can have uh, applications for guests on the show. I think that'd be really cool. That'd be incredibly neat because if there's like a series that you guys are really passionate about and you hit us up and say that you want to talk about it, then uh, we'll definitely, if we haven't seen it, we'll watch it. And if we have seen it, we would love to talk about it and we'd love to have you on, especially if it's like one of your favorite shows or even if you want to talk about something that you hate, we'd love to watch uh, it and give our <laughs> own opinion, whether it's positive or negative. Y'all so know I, think- I love garbage. <laughs> So, um, yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to all the stuff in the future. We're still, still look forward to those manga. I've been super into manga lately, so we'll keep hitting you with those manga recommendation episodes, I think every month or two. And, um, yeah, so that's all I got. Yeah, I'd say, uh, once our manga collection starts growing, uh, expect to see a Probably a couple of YouTube videos of us sharing our collections. That's exactly what I was going to say earlier. I forgot. Uh, I think I'm going to start, instead of doing my thoughts videos, I think I'm going to do manga reviews. Nice. I uh, I don't know why. I just all of a sudden had a spurt of passion to uh, review manga and get the info out there yeah that'll be dope because so. uh then you can like uh uh since you just got promoted you can scan the pages at the printer at work and then put them into the video if you wanted to yeah yeah that'd be cool so uh keep looking forward to stuff for the channel we're gonna keep growing we're gonna keep being here with you guys and um Hell yeah, yeah. But for this for this week this is Scuba and Snorlaxicus signing off. Yep. See you. See you.